Hey y'all, welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Really glad that you're tuning in. If you are new, thanks for being here with me. I'm really glad that you would tune in with us. I'm Emily, and I'm looking forward to you hearing about today's episode. Um, I need to describe kind of where I'm sitting right now. Normally, I'm at home in my home office filming this with the perfect conditions, um, but I realize that, you know, life's not perfect. (laughs) We've talked a lot about that in the past couple of episodes, Um, but I am currently sitting um, in an echo room, like you may hear an echo. So I apologize. The quality may not be the best. I'm sitting on a mattress on the floor, um, right now. Um, but my location is at the beach. So, I mean, I can't complain at all. We, uh, are putting together a new Airbnb that we just purchased. Um, so we just closed on it. So my husband and I are here, Uh, on the North Carolina coast (laughs) and I am sitting on a mattress on the floor in a room that's probably going to echo. But this podcast is so important to me. I don't want to miss an episode. You just have to go with the flow, right? So just apologies in advance if the audio sounds a bit funky because I don't have my perfect setup. But all right. So yeah, I'm excited about today's episode because I'm talking about a subject that I think is so crucial and a lot of people aren't talking about it. Um, you saw on the title, you know, hashtag sober and successful. And so what does that mean? Well, I am excited about jumping in that today um, into that topic because I've been doing a lot of thinking on like, what is it that made the difference for me? How, like, how did I land here as a non-drinker? Um, and (laughs) for all of you people who have a normal relationship with alcohol, if you're listening, this might be with one of those areas that I kind of lose you. But if you relate to me in my story of addiction to alcohol, um, I think that this is where you can really relate. Like I remember putting so much emphasis in the very beginning of my sobriety, like, what are people going to think of me? How are they going to react to me? Am I going to lose friends? All of this stuff. And it seems so crazy to me now that how I was going to be perceived or what I was going to look like, um, all of that was almost enough to keep me locked into addiction um, because I was so afraid of what people were going to think about me because of the image I had built up, like this um, girl that is the life of the party, that um, always positive, always has it together. And um, so it's just, I want to explore that with you guys today Um, because I really didn't know an example of a sober, successful person. And I think that that's, I think that's a problem. And I think that's going to keep a lot of people locked in to doing something that maybe they want to change in their life, but they're so afraid of losing um, friends or their circle or what people are going to think. And it kind of keeps them locked in. So I want to explore that with you guys today. But before you forget, uh, make sure that you hit that 
follow button on your preferred listening platform. That ensures that you don't miss an upcoming episode. And I just really appreciate the support. And also, if you're finding value and enjoying the podcast, please feel free to leave a detailed review. Uh, I love hearing feedback from you guys, and it really does help uh, bring awareness to the podcast. All right, with that being said, pour yourself a big glass of tea, make it extra sweet, and let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to Southern, Social, and Still Sober, and I'm your host, Emily Chandler. All right, so... (laughs) Uh, the, the perfectionist in me is coming out in full force on this episode. Um, I am definitely a recovering perfectionist, but I still have my tendencies. Um, I'm listening to some of this as I record it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this audio is crazy and airplanes are flying over. So fun thing, just a little side note before we hop in to, uh, to the topic today. Um, the place that we bought here to use as an Airbnb is really close to several military bases. So like normally, um, I would re-record, um, if I had like a big truck drive past me and you could hear the audio get kind of crazy and like, I don't know, I just put a lot of emphasis on really good audio. Like y'all, I would never be able to record. There's so many planes (laughs) that fly over, um, because of like the military training and stuff. So Y'all just gonna have to listen to those big old planes fly over. (laughs) And this is just one of those things I'm like, okay, Emily, like this is your opportunity to prove to yourself that not everything has to be just so, just perfect. Um, I loved how many people reached out um, over the Recovering Perfectionist um, episode because there are so many of us uh, that just put so much emphasis on that. And, you know, is it really like serving us to always have to have everything so perfect? (laughs) Uh, It definitely hasn't served me very well, but um, thanks for hanging with me. And let's talk about this whole (sighs) sober and successful idea. Um, I, and the reason I even came up with this hashtag sober and successful is because like I've been on TikTok some and um, and Instagram, you know, just trying to like build up, um, you know, some presence there so I can help get the word out over the podcast. And, um, if you haven't really played around with like the hashtags over there, um, it would be, it's kind of, it may be hard for you to get an idea of what I'm talking about, but, um, as I've been trying to build my presence, I've been using targeted hashtags. Um, like on TikTok, um, hashtag sober TikTok is a popular one or hashtag sober community, um, hashtag, uh, AA or hashtag sober inspiration. Actually, that one's not very popular, which I want to talk about that too. Um, that's kind of under the umbrella of hashtag sober and successful, but there are so many variations of the hashtag sober and something, um, you know, hashtag recovery is possible, but there's so many targeted hashtags. Um, I couldn't get over, like, I couldn't believe just how many people have used. And then, so I just figured like, okay, a sober and successful. I thought that was kind of cute, the alliteration and everything. So I went to use it and I'm like, 
it'll tell you how many people have used that hashtag. And it's less than 100. And I was like, I can't believe this. I thought maybe I had typed it in wrong. Maybe I misspelled something, but I couldn't find, you know, any, <laughs> any a spelling error. And it just came down to the fact that it's not a popular hashtag. People don't use it. And so I've been intentionally starting to use it, even though it's not really targeting people. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to jump on this hashtag and start using it because I think it's really important to show examples of sober and successful people. I want to take you guys back to my mindset before I quit drinking. Before I would quit drinking, I thought anybody who didn't drink was boring, um, like strange, because <laughs> it's like, why? Why wouldn't you drink? Um, I had this, I had this, uh, I guess, idea of what I thought a non-drinker was like. Um, and really it was that I wanted everything that they had and I just used every excuse on the book to make them seem like a strange group of people when in reality I was desperate for a change in my life. Um, but I just noticed how like, you know, when you look at commercials, you see successful people drinking. I mean, it's okay. Maybe the commercial thing wasn't the best idea, uh, best example, but I mean, you guys get it. Like, all unless you've been living under a rock, you know, you've been able to see that throughout our history, our time here on Earth, I mean, 32 years for me, my 32 years, what has been sold to me is that this, there's this idea of um, successful people and, and they drink. Like, um, James Bond, <laughs> you know, his, uh, what is it, his martini shaken not stirred I don't know um then there's like glamorous women holding a um wine glass and the champagne and I just you know it sounds so silly that I'm having to even revisit all this but you guys like all this imagery that we see um of people who drink and they're successful that is Put into our head. Um, and I really thought that like the people who didn't drink were, again, like duds or something. Oh my gosh, this is <laughs> crazy that I'm even saying this out loud. But if you guys relate to me and you're listening to this, um, please let me know. But I had this idea of what a drinker was and what a non-drinker was. And so when my life started getting really out of control and crazy, now a lot of people weren't seeing it, but I felt like I was losing control Um and I was really scared that the, the facade was going to start cracking and people were going to see through that I was really having a hard time. But I'm going, I can't give up drinking because this is a part of the whole like successful life. Y'all, I really believe like, oh my God, what if I can't have the champagne? What if I can't do the cheersing with the the wine glass? And, and I mean, I literally thought about all those types of things. 
those ideas that had been um, just beat into my head from uh, the commercialization and the glamorization of, of alcohol, like was beat into my head. And it was almost enough to keep me in my toxic cycle and almost drowning in um, losing a battle to alcoholism, excuse me, alcoholism like my father. And so that's why I feel like this subject is really important to, to go over. And I wanted to point out why so many few people use the sober and successful because I don't feel like that those two are synonyms. People don't consider them synonyms. Um, people attach a stigma, or excuse me, a stigma is a st- attached to the word sober. Um, and as you've heard in the last episodes, I told you that when I decided to stop drinking, I did not tell anybody I was getting sober. I did not refer to myself as a sober person. That didn't happen until almost a year into it because I was embarrassed. I wanted people to think that this was solely for health reasons, well-being, kind of like people giving up gluten or sugar. Like that's what I wanted to be perceived as. I didn't want anybody to know that alcohol was really starting to take over control and I was making this life-changing decision literally to save my life. Um, So I downplayed it. And I remember when I finally started kind of coming into my own and getting more confident um, about my walk in sobriety, I told somebody close to me um, that I was celebrating, I was coming up on a year sober. And I said that. I said, I'm so excited. I'm coming up on a year sober. And that was really my first time kind of like, it was almost like coming out. Like it was my first time really like saying what it really was because um, in the past I had just been like, oh, I'm just doing it for my well-being and my for my health. And I remember that person looked at me and said, but I mean, you're not sober. Like, you mean like you're you're coming up on a year giving up alcohol for like for your health. And I will never forget that. My whole body turned hot. Like I got so embarrassed, so uncomfortable, and I just looked at that person and said, um, no, like I'm coming up on a year sober. I am sober from alcohol. And I remember that that was like my confirmation of how much the word sober, um, how much it's stigmatized. And it can keep people locked into something they don't want to do because the fear of being ostracized or called out, being embarrassed, um, is just too much to bear for some people. And I'm not going to lie, y'all, like, I still, even though I'm on this podcast um, and broadcasting to the whole world personal, intimate details about my life, about my decisions, about my challenges and everything. And today I want to talk about success, but um, before we get there, here I am broadcasting all of that to the world. And there are still times where I am just like, oh my gosh, what did I just say? What what do people know about me now? 
And I have to remind myself, wait, Emily, you are setting out on a mission to help end the stigma. It will not end if you keep being locked into that old mindset. And so that's why I feel like this is so important to talk about. But, you know, recently I have wanted to start talking about like, you know, sober and success. So let's talk about it. Um, My sobriety is not a failure. It is, and it was not an obstacle. This was my springboard into success. My life is richer and better because of my sobriety. In my world, sober and successful are synonyms. That has been the most powerful realization that I have had. And I think back to before my father passed away, when he was struggling with his own uh, challenges with alcohol addiction. And my dad, a very, very successful man, um, very um, proud man. Um, He did very good things for his, you know, community, his family, and um, he was a good friend and um, brother and, uh, and, and, uh, yet his fear and his pride of saying exactly what was going on in his life kept him drowning in, with his alcohol use disorder. And had he seen people in his life that because you know he he hung out with successful people as well but he did not have an example of a sober and successful person and when you don't have that example you're going is it even possible is that even a thing are the two words synonymous he didn't have that so he kept quiet and struggled alone and um and 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 died from that And this is where I want to change the script. I want to change, shake it up because there are a lot of sober and successful people. And I think that if you have, if you can, if you have the ability to check the box that you're a sober person, (laughs) that right there is the definition of of success. Even if you haven't feel like you've achieved anything else in your life, if you can say, I got sober, I sobered up, you know, you uh, fought the battle and won, that is success. Sober and success are synonymous. (laughs) I hope I said that right. Um, Synonyms, here I am, um, um, all my S's and everything, all this alliteration, but y'all feel me, right? Like I'm getting passionate and, and worked up over this because we need to see these examples. I mean, just recently we, you know, had that uh, Super Bowl, which was so fun to watch that um, halftime show. But what I saw was a lot of people on my friends list, like on Facebook, you know, um, my friends on Facebook, uh, sharing pictures of Eminem, uh, Dr. Dre, and Mary J. Blige um, about their... Um, 
combined years of sobriety. And that was really the first time that I was seeing people like talk about celebrities who are sober, but it just kind of like, I find, found, I found it really interesting that people were sharing that particular detail that these successful people were people were sober and that just shows me that people are wanting to see definitions of sober and successful people and you know i I told you guys about the the airbnb thing that we did my vision for life and my future opened up when i got sober because I was able to have clear eyes for the first time in many, many years. I would consider myself an overachiever. Um, For a long time, I tied my productivity to my worth. Um, I now realize that that is just total BS and harmful conditioning. Um, But I'm realizing that it was a different type of success that I'm having now that I'm sober and I can see bigger. I can see the, the bigger picture. And I feel like when I got sober, not only did my life improve by just how I felt that I took back control. Um, my relationships got better. They got richer. My relationship with myself, (laughs) it actually started to improve and, um, working past that negative self-talk and improving to myself that I'm capable of really cool things. Um, but it also gave me a clear vision for the future and I got more excited about where I was headed. And from then we've, we've grown, we've grown, um, in maturity, we've grown emotionally, we've grown, um, spiritually and financially. And that's been because of my sobriety. It, had I been, you know, been stuck in my addiction, still, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of afraid where I would have been at. I mean, I don't, because I, I know that year over year it was getting worse, and I could see it with my dad, and I've seen it with other people that I know personally, um, what addiction does, and it, it can literally be huge changes from year to year. And if, if you are someone who you know someone close to you that is in, in addiction, you know what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of times it's not that slow of a process. It's not that gradual. It's, it's actually kind of creepy, scary how quickly um, things can progress in addiction. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, that's what I want to talk about is in, in to continue this conversation in future episodes about sober and success being synonymous and we need more examples of that. So I am going to take the action of being loud and proud about it. It is something you should be proud of. It is something that you should literally pat yourself on the back and say, good job for what you've accomplished. Um, and then if you're someone who is thinking that you want to make a change in your life, you want to get sober, it should be something that, yeah, Probably is terrifying you, been there, done that. But I'm going to tell you right now, get excited about it because it is something to be so proud of and it will springboard your success in your life. Um, Good things will come. Yeah, you're going to have to feel things that you've been trying to numb out, but 
um, you're basically damming up your success when you allow an addiction to kind of hold you in your place. I mean, that's that's literally what it's doing. Your addiction is literally holding you back. When you remove that, that is like when the, the floodgates will open and then things can really start moving in the right direction in your life and good things will bloom out of that. You're listening to Southern, Social, and Still Sober, and I'm your host, Emily Chandler. Y'all are so awesome for hanging with me uh, today and, um, and helping me explore this idea of sober and success. Just be pondering on that idea. I'm going to leave you with that. Ponder on the idea more about what is it that you feel about like sober and success? Like, what does that all mean to you? Um, cause you're listening for a reason and there's something in your life that's going on and why you're listening to this podcast and you're like making those connections. I know you are, I trust that. And so be pondering on that idea and, and asking yourself, why, what is it that's keeping me from elevating my life to the next level? So let's together collectively think on these ideas. Let's uh, please reach out to me. If you have some thoughts on this, reach out to me because I want to hear from you. Like, what does this all mean? Like, do you guys see this in our society that we kind of like demonize, um, uh, sobriety, um, and we kind of like talk bad about like addiction, like you see that all around us, but then we can glamorize someone, you know, drinking all the time and, and, you know, drinking for whatever reason, like y'all, I was that person, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and have a reason to drink a mimosa, but you know, that's still alcohol, even though it's champagne, a little bit classier than the vodka, (laughs) you know, like I thought that that's what successful people did. I thought that being able to wake up and go have that mimosa or Bloody Mary or um, like that was a definition of success that I had made it. And it's like, I'm realizing how warped my mind was with these ideas of what success looked like. But now I'm realizing the thing that I thought was an obstacle to my success was actually the springboard to my success. And I'm with you actively exploring this, just like I want to actively explore more of like, why is it that our society is more anxious and depressed than ever before? Like these are things that I, these are themes that I wanted to explore with you. So thanks for being along for the ride, this wild ride, squirrel brained ride with me. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to explore and figure it out together. All right. Love you guys. And see you next week. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you found value from this episode and I hope you'll be back next week. Please share this with your friends and loved ones and anyone that you think could be comforted and helped by my story. Please subscribe and take a minute to review this podcast. It helps me so much and will help me spread the word. You can find a transcribed version of every episode on my website at southernsocialandstillsober.com and more info in the show notes along with the show's contact info. I'd love for you to submit feedback, make comments, ask questions, submit suggestions, or even just to say hi and connect. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. Looking forward to next week. Until then, cheers, y'all.